dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beat programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au That's Tune, the number one, .com.au Tune One, proud show sponsor. BRL, son. Peace, this is Nelson Dialect. You're tuned in to Beats, Rhymes and Life. Uh, this is B. You're listening to BRL. This is Optimus from the almighty Downside Crew. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Loopy from One Day Spit Syndicate. What up, it's 360. You're listening to Beats, Rhymes and Life. Peace, family. This is El Fresh, the lion of Beats, Rhymes and Life. Stay tuned to where hip-hop lives. It is BRL all across Australia on the Community Radio Network. Now, joining us on the phone is a gentleman who I remember actually being told, I think it was by the guys from Slide Low, just like, hey, uh, the the Adelaide scene's sort of making a bit of a comeback and uh, Frankie D's kind of one of the guys that's going to be, you know, sort of leading the charge. He's really good. I went, okay, duly noted. Uh, later on, I find out about the project with you and Pound to the Credit, listen to the album, go, oh, shit, this is really good. So now joining us on the phone is Frankie D. How you doing, mate? Good afternoon, man. How you going? Not too bad. Now, it is the seminal question in every interview that we ever do on this show. Uh, Frankie D, how do you take your coffee? Me? Uh, dude. It depends, man. I have a short black every morning. I'm a barista, man. So, like, I have a short black. Yeah. I have a short black to start off and then usually have, like, a oat or almond latte, man. Ah, that makes that makes a lot of sense then. <laughs> I've, I've heard the same, though. Um, uh, Villiani, the uh, Melbourne MC uh, of, you know, sort of, uh, you know, through Checkmate and Brisbane, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, she's a barista as well. Very similar answer. Likes a... A short black. So it must yeah, be man, just it, it hits you. And I think that's what you need it, as well. That gives seems, you that buzz straight away. It seems like something that you'd need to be a barista. I think <laughs> need to be perfect. Absolutely. No, no one. No one how, do you, how do you have your coffee? I'm a cap with two kind of guy. Oh, okay. You're one of those. Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> a, I'm. A, I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man, not at all, not at all. Now, um, I don't, I don't like to complicate the audio. I wouldn't be like, oh, can I have like a, a soy milk macchiato with a taste of lemon? And uh, no, just, just we, give we, me. We, we like, we like people like you. Yeah, it's just like a look. Give me some milk, some coffee. Make sure you don't burn the beans too much, and I'm good. <laughs> and I'll be on my way. Yep. Beautiful. Yeah, you're, you're, you're our favorite kind of customer. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm low maintenance. And uh, that's the way mm. people like it. Now, um, let, let's let's um, sort of mention something pretty quickly before we get into the album. Now, in your video, uh, you mentioned a, a bit of a controversy, which has uh, been sort of been rumbling now for like a solid month or so. Uh, now, I, I speak to uh, Mr. DJ Sanchez quite a bit, who uh, made the very yeah. bold statement, which was Adelaide hip hop is dead. Now, I can't say that I've not sort of had, maybe not dead, but I have, have said, and even on air, that Adelaide had a very quiet couple of years. But did that really put a bee in everyone's bonnet like it seems? 
I reckon, I reckon it, you know, ruffled a few feathers, to, to say the least. I, I personally love hearing shit like that because that puts a bit of fire under my ass and makes me want to, you know, sharpen the pen and, mm. you know. Which, but, I, um, which I actually think was his aim. I, I don't mm, think it's meant also, to be derogatory. Also, in saying that, though, I think his taste has changed and he might say Adelaide Hip Hop is dead. I think maybe his taste on what good Adelaide hip hop is has changed because I don't know that that's just an opinion, but it could could be that could be a number of things. But I definitely don't think it's dead. I think, for example, you mentioned before Slide Low, like that last joint was ridiculous. Like that's like that's hard as fuck. Like I'm I'm stoked with how this project came out, and I know heaps of other you know like classes murdering at the moment it's just there's heaps of adelaide hip-hop which is booming man it's um it, it is it's it's a different thing and i think there's a lot more of the come up now from the adelaide scene and there are different artists in you know very different styles it's the same over here in perth of course where this program yep. is produced uh there is different scenes for different styles of hip-hop like it's not yep. just the uh, the one scene like it used to be ten fifteen years ago. There, you do have your guys who do your more to sort of a trappy kind of sounds, and then you have your, uh, you know, the uh, what's the name of it? Uh, the the sort of British style, drill. yeah, the the drill kind of stuff. We have got a bit of that going on as well. That's sort of coming up a bit in Perth, and of course the yeah the more traditional stuff, which is what I'm personally into. So you've got yeah, that going. Too, um, and that's cl- quite clear because I like your album. So. Yeah, cheers, <laughs> but, man. But I, I mean, um, it's something I would, well, I don't think I could ever say anything like that about the Perth hip-hop scene. I, I think we're going through an, a, a second boom in a way. You know, that, mm. that's, but uh, Perth hip-hop really never sort of dropped off, even though I disappeared for like maybe six to seven years myself, just that's a nah, long story for a different interview, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be sure to dig around and find what that's all about. Uh, it's a uh, long story short. I went and did other stuff, worked in a nightclub, did professional radio, blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, maybe sort of a bliss and Esso or hoods album would get through, but nothing sort of, you know, lower tier in popularity wise and that would get through. So that's what happened for those six to eight years where I just disappeared from the uh, Perth and Australian hip hop scene. I was also just trying to chase girls. (laughs) There you go. The truth is revealed. Yes. uh, It's alcohol, women (laughs) and partying. That's pretty much what I was doing. No, no. Um, But anyway, um, it's, it's on a come up. Now, would you say, it did go quiet for a little bit, though, when it came to the Adelaide scene, because it, it it did seem, at least in sort of the late part of the last decade, it went really, really quiet. I think I I don't know whether quiet or just like hasn't gotten enough publicity as to like you know like those artists that deserve that shine mm. haven't been put you know put on shown in enough like there hasn't been enough opportunity maybe. We are small. We're not big. Um, 
like, I have no doubt we have big talent coming out, but it's just, I guess, you know, like, and I even think I saw something, like, even, like, Mourns or someone was just saying, like, you know, the best, like, sort of states of hip-hop, and I'm just like, eh, like, you know, like, we've got the hilltops, like, I, I, I hate that people would just sort of think, like, just that, like, you know, we have so much coming out, like, and I think now... Definitely, like I said, this has ruffled a bit of feathers and a lot of people are starting to really push to hit that next tier maybe and where we can get seen and, you know, where we can start to be put in a platform which is more reachable by everybody and be taken seriously, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. There, there is a life for Adelaide hip-hop after, you know, the Hilltop Hoods and Certified Wise, and it's the same with Syllabolics mm. uh, as well, although uh, SBX are still around, you know, they're, they're back making music for the most part. Well, you know, mm. significant chunks, uh, chunks of that, you know, that collective are definitely uh, making music again. Downside put out a new song a few weeks ago, so, you know, that's happening. Um, so uh, scene-wise, yeah, it was just good to sort of get us on the ground perspective from somebody who is releasing and you're actually quite prolific as well. You've put out a bunch of stuff in the last couple of years. You know, you can oh, clearly you, you can see that through, you know, the, the Spotify and everything. So <laughs> check out... Uh, check out pretty much everything to do with your Spotify, Apple Music, where you know wherever you want to get your streaming, and you can sort of see a pretty good pack, yeah, you know, backpack, uh, back catalog there. Good if I could spit that out. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've I've been working, man. I've been working for sure. I love I love hip hop, man. I love making it. I love writing. I love recording it. I love performing it live. Like every part of there's not like you know, I love all of it as a whole and I want to keep doing it. You know, I, I, I have faith that it'll take me places and mm. hypothetically, even if it didn't, I would still die happy doing this every day. And uh, you, you can tell the passions in the project as well, because the, the album with you and pound the credit is an excellent record. So um, because I'm not entirely you know, I've got the the background on you all pound the credit. Go, give us a bit of background on uh, you and him and uh, how this all came together. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just run you real quick through just... So I started um, freestyle rapping at like 15 mm-hmm. and basically freestyling was my jam. Like I would never even write stuff down. It was always just freestyle at parties and then I got like particularly good at freestyling. I was like, you should start writing it. And I'm like, nah, like... It takes time enough to sit down. Like, I don't really get down with that. And then, like, maybe four or five years ago, I started, like, just really sitting down and writing. And definitely in the last three years, like, just really, like, getting that pen sharp and starting to put out content, being like, yeah, you know what? It's time to start putting stuff out instead of just keeping this behind curtains. And, um, yeah, I think Pound um, found me on Instagram or vice versa about, just under a year ago, like maybe like six to eight months ago. Oh, and wow. I was this like, man, a, this is a new relationship. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, maybe, yeah, I would even say, yeah, six to eight months stumbled upon his Instagram and he was just making some beautiful beats, man. Like soulful boom, bat beats, like right up my alley. Cause like, you know, I, I just, 
I literally just love that. That's that's you know that's what I was brought up on. That's what he was brought up on. Mm. He's making those beats. And he's like, why don't we do a track together? He sent through like a batch of beats, and I reckon what was the first track? I reckon Crossroads. Like straight off the bat, he sent me the beat for Cross. No, no, he made a beat for one of the tracks off of Borderlines with um, Nikwes from Melbourne. And we both just like frost on this beat. And like, I think we both wrote and returned the track to him that day. Like, cause we were like that hype on the beat. Um, and he loved it. He mixed it. He sent it back and he's just like, man, we got to do more work like this. And then I think he sent through a batch of beats, uh, recorded Crossroads, sent it back, then recorded Heating Up and sent it back. And I was just like, should we release these the singles? And he's like, man, I'll make more beats if you want to write more raps. And I was just like, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. And then I think we had four tracks or five. And then I'm like, are we doing an EP? Like, is this what's happening? And he's just like, let's go for broke, man. Let's let's go for an album. And uh, yeah, that's just basically what's been happening in the last, I don't know, six months. Less than that. It was ready. It was ready about like January, I think. January, I wrote the last track, which was Bang Bang. And, um, yeah, dude, the rest is history. We've, we've linked up a few times since then, you know, hung out and obviously shot video clips and, uh, yeah, man, it's really good. He's, uh, he's a little bit older than I am. So he, he know, he's, he's teaching me about the roots of the scene and stuff. So, uh, it's, it's good. Hence the name old dogs, new tricks. Mm. Cause, um, you know, we wanted to bring that old school boom bap flavor in the modern day where, you know, I feel like the trap is so prevalent and, you know, I feel like it could potentially make, like it's never fizzled out, but I think if there's a time to like bring that back, it's now like, yeah. So absolutely. Uh, I'm with you there completely. Like there's a, there's a time and a place for that. That style of hip hop, in fact, on uh, you know the the online station that I run sponsors this program. Uh, we do actually play a little bit of that. It kind of suits the sound that we're going for with that. However, it doesn't suit BRL, so <laughs> that's like if you don't hear it too much on this. A time and a place. Not my favorite mm, style yeah. of music, but at, at the same time, you would probably agree with me. There's actually some jams in that genre as well. You're like, all right, this is, oh, this is a good trap. Yeah. And, and I, I would never for a minute confine myself to those um, borders and say, oh, I'm just going to do boom bap. I'm just going to rap at 90 BPM, you know, every time. Like I'm working on, you know, like trap, like trap beats and drill sort of beats all the time. It's just... Uh, I think I'm more compelled to do the stuff that I'm comfortable with, but you got to get out of your comfort zone and try different beats genres and, you know, find what works for you best. Absolutely. Sometimes it's fun to, you know, hit those double time flows and, uh, I don't know, there's, yeah, it can be more fun. Indeed. So, um, you guys came together. It was all organic. It took maybe six to eight months and, um, you just kind of chopped it up and we have this record. That's that's pretty much what I'm hearing here. <laughs> yeah, man. That's exactly what you're hearing. Jesus. Uh, I, I love it when it works like that too. Like you hear of some projects and this, this is, you know, not talking out of school, like a bunch of projects, like stuff that takes years to come together. And then, um, you know, stuff like yours, which is, you know, just you meet someone, 
it's it all just kind of works personally and creatively and next thing you know you got something out in like less than a year bang we got this record mm. and his work rate is like phenomenal like and so is mine and that's like he's got three kids as well and a family like you know he's he's full-time job like so i'm just like man the fact that he how quickly he was getting the beats made, the mixes done, everything. Like his work rate, I've got a pretty good work rate. I mean, like check the back catalogue, as you would say. Yep. Um, you know, I like to get stuff done. Um, hence why I prefer to sort of do solo shit because I hate waiting around on other people. Like a lot of times I'll, I'll write my 16 or 24 bars and then I'm just constantly waiting on the other person. So I'm just like, oh, I prefer to work alone. Or with someone with a similar work rate, so that's why I think we gelled together really well because we were both just like really on the ball and like yeah, let's get it done. Like there's no time to sort of fuck around. One hundred percent. So uh, this record is out now. It's available everywhere. You've got hard copies too that I've seen. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, we've still got a few left of the CDs. We just did CDs for this one. Mm-hmm. Um, if there was like a, a greater demand, maybe we would have pressed the vinyl. But you know, and there's nothing ruled out for the future. But um, I guess just first first time releasing something with him, so I thought we'd just do CDs to start with. That's the waters. Absolutely. Indeed. So uh, thank you very much for joining us on the program, Frankie D, and uh, we'll definitely chat again. A hundred percent. Thanks for having me, man. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of Best Beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. Tune1.com.au. That's tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.